Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVB Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3, The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. When you take a stand, what comes next? Where? What happens if you were a part of many of us, myself included, that were laid off during the mandates, whether you're sticking up for um, the vaccine, your religious beliefs, or just saying, no, I will not comply to masking and testing, um, such as I did, what happens next? Um, well, I think so many of us are wanting to forge a new path forward. I myself have tried to do so with We the Patriots USA and have been humbled to do so in, in this new mission that God has put me on. Well, today we're going to talk to another individual that went on a, this, a similar path, Nurse Tori Jensen, who was fired in October of 2021, October 28th. So just a few days prior to when I was fired from the PGA Tour in, on November 12th of 2021. And so now here we are almost two years later, so what happened next? What did she do? She went viral for her video of being escorted out of her hospital in California, and we will show you that. But I can't wait to show you the path that she has gone on now as a nutrition and weight loss coach and how she is encouraging other nurses. I know so many of you nurses listening, you know, maybe you're in the St. Louis area listening on 93.3 and you're a part of one of these big hospital systems um, here in my backyard, or you're just anywhere throughout the country listening to this. And you know in your heart that the system that you are working within is not what brought you to this mission to help other people in the first place. So Tori is here to give you inspiration, to tell you, you know, what led her to being escorted out, what she's been doing since, and how you too can take a stand, whether you're a nurse like her or anyone else, because we are still being called to take a stand on a daily basis, and we will be called to do so at some point moving forward. So we're going to talk to Tori Jensen in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Cardio Miracle, a vitamin D and nitric oxide solution that supports better cardiovascular and overall health for your gut, your brain, your muscles, your skin, your hair, your heart, your whole health. Learn about John Hewlett's discovery at CardioMiracle.com. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom. This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Hi, Tori. Thank you so much for coming on Faithful Freedom today. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I am so looking forward to this discussion because as you told me, um, so many people, the Holy Spirit must be prompting several people to get us in touch. Um, many people said that we had a, a lot of similar things going on. Absolutely. Yeah. I had multiple people the same week reach out to me and be like, do you know, Taryn, you should talk to Taryn. And I was like, who? 
Yes, I should talk to Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. I am thrilled to, to tell your story. And I know that sometimes people are like, okay, COVID's over. I want to move past this. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think it's A, important that we remember and we continue to talk about what happened. And then B, yes, we are moving forward. So let's talk about what happened to those of us that took a stand yes. and how, how we can move forward and what we've been doing since then. And, you know, no one said it was an easy road for any of us and, and that it would be. But um, I'm sure just like just like myself, no matter how difficult this has been, I uh, would never take it back. Oh, no, never no. take it. I would never. I would do it. I just was thinking that the other day I would do the exact same thing. Actually, I would go even harder in the paint if I had the opportunity to do it again. I, I, I really would because just when you think things couldn't get any worse, right? You're losing your job. Like God just opens new doors and he's like, I didn't want you there anyway. I have this for you to do now, but I would have never left that hospital because the money was too good. And I know that sounds crazy to say that, but my life was just I had a really great routine and it worked for my family. I had little kids at the time and it, I just like would have never left there, but God said, no, I have something else for you to do. So. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to talking about that because we're not just going to talk about your, your new business and what you're doing, but also that new routine as being a homeschool mom and things, encouraging people that they can do those things too. But first let's take people down that path in your story as before we play the video of you getting escorted out of your hospital, will you set this up for us? You know, what was taking place? How long of a battle was this for you prior to your being fired and escorted out? It really started in August of 2021. Cause I'm in California, one of the worst States for mandates. Right. I mean, we just were over the top with everything. Um, very, and, it really started then where we had to have a, an exemption put in for uh, the, the vaccine, either religious or medical by September 30th. So I remember, I think I submitted mine like August 4th, right? I had, I have um, deep religious convictions. I wrote them down like, yeah, okay, I'll write you a book report of explaining my religious beliefs to you. I, at the, I remember, I know I'll never forget where I was sitting. I thought, this is so ridiculous that I have to write a book report to some person in HR explaining to them my reasons for not getting this, like on a, you know, just on like on a, a, a human level, but then deeper, like I'm having to explain my religious convictions when in the, in America, in a work setting, you can't even ask how old I am or if I have kids, much less my vaccination status or what I believe about certain things or it's, it's ridiculous. So that's, start, that's ridiculous. when it started. Yeah. So you, you were prompted to go through the religious exemption process. They asked you to do so. And then they ended up denying your religious exemption. So there was a preliminary, uh, accept acceptance of most of the religious exemptions. So we were like, okay, great. We're like, okay, I guess we'll just be testing twice a week until the end of time. Like that's literally what I thought because mm -hmm. I, and it was inconvenient, right? I mean, I have all these other things and I'm going, showing up to a super stressful job, yes, <laughs> first yes. of all, by the way. And then I would show up to work and my, my boss would be like, um, I'm sorry, but you know, I don't see your, your negative result for today. Uh, and I was like, well, I, I submitted it. Do you, you want me to leave? And she's like, oh no, we're short staffed. So you, you, you can't leave. Uh, but I, you know, I, I don't see it in the computer system. And I was like, 
you know, I, I said to her, I'm so sorry that as my boss, you have to be put in the uncomfortable position to ask me about my personal medical information. I'm so sorry you have to do that. I'm telling you, I'm sure that's why mine was preliminarily approved and then ultimately denied because I had a big mouth and I was like, this is unbelievable. So but you were so right. You were so right because not just those of us that were, you know, vehemently against this, but other people, our supervisors, our bosses, they were all put in bad positions as yes. well from people in HR or, you know, people above them on the ladder. They're put in these awkward spots as well. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we'll talk about this in a bit, just about how the medical community like has changed as over time. But everyone said to me that day and also leading up to it, well, we have to, it's COVID. Like how many times did you hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Like I know it's, yeah, we have to, it's COVID. It's like, so that became the reason that trumped all other logic. Mm -hmm. It did. Well, we're going to play that video right now. If you getting escorted out. I am being escorted out of Kaiser Permanente Hospital for um, my religious beliefs because I don't want to get the jab. And um, I asked all day for someone to explain to me why my sincerely held religious beliefs are not good enough for Kaiser. And no one was able to do that for me. Bye. So now they're escorting me out because I wanted an answer and I'm not leaving without an answer. And I have some nurses here who are standing with me in solidarity and I appreciate that. And I just want all of you to count the cost. It's a sad day. I don't know what kind of pandemic it is. If they're firing nurses who are willing to work. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, so you got to ask yourself that question. What kind of world are we living in when we have a pandemic where my kids have to wear masks at school and they have to get a for something that they're not at risk of dying for at all? What kind of a world are we living in? They're firing nurses who don't want to violate their sincerely held religious beliefs. Right? That's crazy. Coming up after the break here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, we're going to talk to Tori and get her reaction to that video, what it feels like to see that two years later and, you know, the, the fallout and the reaction that happened after she went viral with that video in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom. Today's case spotlight on Faithful Freedom is We the Patriots USA's new case against New Mexico, who put in a carry ban. The governor of New Mexico, under a health emergency declaration, decided to take away the Second Amendment right of those in Albuquerque to, um, to, to carry. And so We the Patriots USA stepped in, took on this case, and actually had a huge victory um, very recently in getting that um, that order temporarily suspended until their court date on October 3rd. So head over to wethepatriotsusa.org to contribute to their Second Amendment fund, their 2A fund today, and help us continue to have success in this case. This is huge for Second Amendment rights everywhere. 
All right. We welcome back Tori Jensen to our show, Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. You went viral, Tori, for that video we just played before the break of you being escorted out of your hospital there in California. What was it like to have that that video go viral? What was the what was that reaction like for you? It was an absolute blur. I remember uh recording it because I wanted to document this for history. Seriously. I was like, I just have to let people know what's happening. Um, I don't know if anyone will ever see this, but it was really, it was for me, but it just felt like I, it felt, I felt the Holy spirit being like giving me the words, telling me what to do that whole day. Because what I was at work when I got the email that my preliminary religious exemption had now been denied because they had asked me a second round of questions to which I just said, uh, please see my first answers again, probably why they gave me the boot. Um, and I was at work on shift on a COVID unit as a resource nurse, which is a leadership position. You know, I was like, Oh, excuse me. What? It was 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. So I, but I was, so I was there and then I didn't get escorted out until that evening because I refused to leave. And so that is just, I, I, I wanted to highlight for everyone in the country that it was just like, Oh yeah. Like crazy people are getting fired. Cause I had heard about it through the grapevine. Right. But it's like, you weren't seeing it. Like, no, look at this. I am, I have been a COVID nurse since the beginning. I've seen it all and I'm trained. If this is really a pandemic, what are we doing here? So I just pushed back all day, all day, all day. And finally they were like, you're going to have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love, um, how we didn't share the entire video that you, um, traditionally would, would go down several flights of stairs to leave work. And so you went on that same uh, walk. And so the security guards had to do that entire walk. How many flights of stairs did you take that security guard down? Okay. So up seven. Oh, all right. And it actually became, it's so good how God is because it became literally like my story for the whole thing and kind of how he, he brought me to that situation. Cause early on in COVID I, um, I was gonna, I wasn't going to, take the stairs. Cause I had such a bad shift. I was like, I mean, I just like, I was licking my wounds leaving and I don't even remember the details, but I heard, I was about to get on the elevator and God's like, no, you need to walk the stairs. And I was like, Nope, not today. My feet hurt. Like, no, no, I'm not. one. And then, you know, you hear God once and then you're like fighting with him. Nope, I'm not doing it. And then hear the same voice, the calm, gentle voice, the Holy spirit, you know, that's not you. He's like, walk the stairs. And so I got to the top of the stairs and it, the message he had for me was that this whole thing can't break you. COVID can't break you. Um, none of the, none of the craziness that's happening in the world, none of it can break you because I'm in control. So every day you need to walk these stairs. It's like a, a monument, right? A milestone where we're placing yours so that you remember what, what you're doing here and who you remember I'm in control. So every day after that, no matter how I felt, no matter how crazy my shift was, I walked the stairs. And so I was like, oh, isn't this just perfect? I'm going <laughs> to, I get to walk the stairs, my last shift here and talk about that. And, and really like that process of walking through struggles, right. With God and doing the hard thing, instead of getting on the elevator and just getting the shot and just like going along with everything. It's like, we do, we walk the stairs, we do the hard thing um, because it's worth it. It's, it's worth it to do the right thing, the hard thing, even though we can't see it at the time. 
you are a hundred percent spot on and it is um a marathon and not a sprint whenever you're going through um you know through you know whether it's tragedy which is not what we went through but whether it's tragedy or um, a battle or anything in your life that's difficult um, especially whenever you know God is putting those things in front of us to help sharpen us um, yeah it's it's difficult <laughs> but it is worth it and on the other side and um, you know and still too it's not even easy on the other side I think that no. You know, so many people that might have been why, you know, people were held back because A, you're afraid of the unknown of what's going to be coming next. But, you know, I don't know about you. You if you are following in the footsteps of where the Holy Spirit is leading you, um, you're not. Of course, you're a little bit afraid of what's coming next, but you have a sense of peace that you are doing the right thing. Absolutely. And I really think that American Christianity has done a disservice to us because nowhere in the Bible and does it say this life is going to be easy? In fact, it actually speaks very specifically to persecution for Christians, but we just never experienced it. And so we think like, oh, this is so hard. It's like, no, it's not that hard. I, when I lost my job and I think you were probably same, I think I cried in my Cheerios for like a day. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm educated. I am motivated. I'm young. I've got lots of, what am I going to do next? You know? So it's where it's how you, you respond to the adversity and keeping God at the center and realizing that no matter what happens, we still, he's still faithful and we still must honor him and be obedient to him because he's got the big picture in mind. And we just can't, we can only see right here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, in regards to the persecution, there's there's so many people around the world currently and in history that have died for their faith and, you know, put their lives on their on the line for their faith. So, you know, losing a job seems um, a little bit a lot less <laughs> of a big Absolutely. deal, you know, especially when we could go that. get another one. Yeah, yeah we're exactly. still safe and we still have our families are fine. We still have resources. It's like, oh, Okay, I'm still free. I just have a bit of a some adversity I'm facing here. Absolutely. And, you know, real briefly before we had to break here in a moment, I just kind of want to talk about um, and tease a little bit that we are going to talk about the state of nursing. How would you describe the state of nursing um, in about one minute or less here? We've gotten to the point where we just follow order sets. That's really what it is. So when COVID happened, we were just following uh, best practice and we, blindly. And because we, and I really think that is where we kind of, where it stems from. And it, it's, you know, core measures, best practice, everything is tied back to uh, reimbursement from the hospitals. And so all of these things that we do every day have like research behind them. But where is that research coming from? Who's funding that research? And that's for me where it gets a little sticky. Absolutely. I think that's a great way to um, summarize it as we head into our break. And we'll talk more about that on the other side, as well as, you know, hope and where, where nurses and, and hospital personnel can go from here. In just a moment on Faithful Freedom. 
We are excited to announce that the premiere of our upcoming documentary, Shot Dead, will be premiering on November 9th. We're humbled, I should say, to announce that. On November 9th, it is the one-year anniversary of the death of Trista Martin, who would be 19 years old on our premiere. She is one of the family. Her parents are one of the families that we are featuring in this documentary, highlighting the, the children, the babies, the youth that lost their lives due to these shots. And so please head over to shotdead.org to view the trailer today. You can also sign up for an email where we will send you the link to the live stream premiere, which will be taking place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you're in that area, we'll also let you know how you can get tickets to the event in person. If you're in the area, that is where Trista's family is. And we are honored to, to honor her memory through this premiere. We welcome back Tori Jensen, nurse who was escorted out when her religious exemption from the vaccine was denied in October of 2021. Tori, we we're just talking about the state of nursing and how much, so much of this is just, um, and not just nursing, but you know, the hospital system in general, just following protocols, many of which are handed down by the insurance companies or pharmaceutical companies that are doing um, this research themselves. And, um, you know, like you said, follow the money. And a lot of this did, was your heart um, feeling like God was calling you somewhere else at, at that point? Or maybe it, let me rephrase it in this way. Um, did you feel like you were no longer working in the environment that God had led you to this mission of nursing anymore. I mean, I'm sure you got into it because you wanted to help other people. Did it feel like you weren't able to do so in the way um, that you had hoped anymore? Yes and no. Uh, mm -hmm. I really loved the bedside. Like I worked in a mm -hmm. in a cardiac unit on in the hospital, and I really thought I would retire there. Like I, I really did. I thought I'd be um, working there forever, even though things had changed because I remember I, so I was a dietitian before I became a nurse. So I've been in the hospital setting since 2006 and things have really changed. Um, and when I started to see the changes where it's like, oh my gosh, like all of the protocols that we have to follow that kind of, you're like, does this make sense to do for everyone? Right. Cause it's a lot of blanket protocols that you're like, okay, if you come in for pneumonia, for example, you get XYZ. And then before you leave, we give you the, the pneumonia vaccine. And I was always like, we, that doesn't really make sense to me. But, mm -hmm. and then, so, you know, we, and it really kind of didn't make sense to any of us. We'd always be like, okay, well, all right, well, it's part of the protocol. We'll just, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there were over time, things like that started adding up, but I have to say, like, I felt very convicted that I was placed there for a reason too. Right. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Uh, taking the opportunity to share the gospel wherever I could and to just be a light and to be a force to ask questions, right. To challenge the narrative and be like, why are we doing this? And I, so if you're a nurse or you're in healthcare right now and listening, or if you're in any other industry, I encourage you to ask questions, right. Of what you know to be true. Like, why do we do this? If it just doesn't seem right to you, ask the question. And then if you get a lot of pushback, back and like we just do it because you can't ask questions about this this is what this is off you know it's off limits we just everybody has to get vaccines everyone knows those are the best thing for you everyone knows that you learned that in school I'm like yeah but like I just learned it we talked about it for like five minutes in school and we just like ha everyone has to get them and it's just the thing duh everyone so if you ask questions about something and you immediately get pushback 
and you can't even, you can't have a, a logical discussion with someone that to me is a red flag. So I start, I started seeing that a lot during COVID, right. With ivermectin, mm-hmm. because we would have clients or clients, we have patients, I'm, I'm in a different industry now. So I have clients instead of patients, we <laughs> yeah. had patients coming in who were not vaccinated, who were um, being not persecuted, but they were, they were not being treated well. They weren't getting bad service. I would, I never saw that. I never saw someone not taking care of a, a patient because of their vaccine status, but the attitude towards them, they're selfish. They're putting a burden on the healthcare system. I can't believe it. And here I am sitting, listening to doctors, doctors yeah. talk about how ivermectin is a horse medication. And I was like, excuse me. Um, you know, ivermectin has been around forever and used very safely in millions of people, right? I was like, you, you're a doctor. Like, you're watching CNN instead of looking up this medication for yourself. That, to me, was terrifying because you have the medical community who's now just buying into their own the narrative from CNN and whatever they are listening to and being fed whatever protocols they were told to push right? It's, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So everyone's just like blinders on. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying. And, you know, mm-hmm. so many doctors that I've talked to on the show, you know, talk about how it's just the marketing toward them, whether it's through, uh, through schooling and, or, you know, beyond whenever they're getting different medical journals that, you know, are slanted, pushed at them and all these pharmaceutical companies and these protocols, it's all just like really good marketing um, that's happening toward these doctors. And um, that's really what it is. It's marketing <laughs> from all these, yeah. these places. So what are you doing now? Give nurses or other healthcare professionals or anyone out there encouragement that, you know, you can make your own way um, if you are looking to break out of the system. Absolutely. So as I, you, I mentioned, I was a dietitian in the hospital setting before I became a nurse. So when I got let go, I said to myself, okay, what skills do I have <laughs> that would allow me to freedom from the system, right? Like that I, I don't where I wouldn't have to get vaccinated, where I wouldn't have to explain or defend my religious beliefs constantly. Like, what could I do? So I started a coaching business um, with my nutrition backgrounds, with my athletic background, right? Like love coaching, helping people make change, played soccer in college. So I was like, coach, like a nutrition coach, this is like perfect for me. Um, I could talk about this all day long, helping people lose weight, helping women balance their hormones, helping people break free from the system that holds them down in terms of like not realizing what's possible for them. Um, So as a, that was hard for me as a clinician, right, to break that clinician mindset and get into the entrepreneur mindset. Um, But if you are listening and you want to make a change, you guys, it's limitless. Options are limitless, limitless. Um, I did hire a coach like right out the get get go because I knew how to be a dietitian. I knew how to be a nurse. I knew how to get great results for my clients, but I didn't know how to have a business. So you definitely have to take a chance, but then use your resources and don't be scared. Don't be scared. The worst that happens, you start a business, it doesn't work. You start a different one. You find a different job. Like the fear that we are that of the unknown is what the enemy wants us to be crippled by and paralyzed by. But as soon as you guys figure out what you want, um, and that freedom is more important to you 
than any bad thing they could do to you, then you become unstoppable. And that's what really this is about. And they, the powers that be and the spiritual battle that's happening underneath the surface of all of the stuff we see just wants us to be stuck. Doesn't want God's people to go out, use their God-given gifts to make a difference, period. I think that being stuck and being scared and, um, you know, we live and have been in such a fruitful society for so long that has been, um, you know, very convenient and um, so much of our days set up for us. And the fact that, you know, many, not all, but many people have that, that nine to five work schedule, their kids are going to school during that point in time or daycare. And, you know, things are regimented out into, um, into convenience for people. You know, you go out to eat on Friday night because you work that whole week, you know, everything is just, and, you know, nurses, you guys are having to work really long hours, um, for, you know, three, four days a week, whatever it is, the, the various, um, you know, schedules and rotations that they have you guys on. And so you have to have the, the, um, you know, the school system and those regimented things that society has set up for us because of the hours and, and everything that you're working. So now that you have freedom in your business, have you been able to look at all of those things and how you spend your time and where you spend it in a different way? Absolutely. So I, I recently just talked to some of my clients about this where I'm like, okay, what do you value? Right. And for me, when I re when I got let go, I was like a big wake up. Like, what do I value? Where's my life going? What do we need to do as a family? Right. So I value my kids knowing Jesus. Um, I value time off with them. Um, I, I, I value um, being able to use my God-given gifts to help further the kingdom. So these are things I value. So then I had to align my life with that. Like, okay, I value these things. Like, am I doing, am I taking action in this way um, to support my values? Because that's where you, that's where the peace of, of God like settles in, right? Is when your values line, when your actions line up with what God wants for your life. And so for me, I ended up homeschooling my kids because we were going to move to Idaho. We were like, oh, we're done with California. <laughs> Gotta get out of California. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a nurse. I can't work here. This is crazy. They're going to vaccinate my kids. California is nuts, you guys. If you are, uh, yeah, it's, it's sunny here, but that's about it. It's real pretty. We live by the beach. It's great. Um, but yeah, it's great. Um, but we... Uh, so I homeschool my kids. I started a business so that I could be home with them. Right. And that it's not easy. Oh my gosh. Just this week I was like, can't be really nice to like just clock in and clock out of a job. That would be really nice sometimes, but I had those then, similar moments this week too. <laughs> right. And, you, and it's okay. That's okay. We just, we look back and then we go, okay, no, why am I doing this? It's because these are my values. I get to teach my kids about Jesus and I get to spend a lot of time with them. And then I get to teach my clients about how to take care of their body the way God intended it. And I'm create, and so I'm helping build an army of Christian women who are now no longer struggling with how they view their body. They're, they're not struggling with how they're eating, but food is their enemy. They understand how to fuel their body so that they can get back to living the life God created them for. Right. So that's what, and it's so fun because when you do align your values and your actions, you, it, it's the greatest joy I've ever had in my life. It's not easy, but I'm like, I wake up and I go, okay, I know what I'm doing and I know why I'm doing it. So like, let's go. Absolutely. It's not easy. And yeah, juggling it is, um, 
I ha I go through those similar moments where I'm like, wow, this is a lot. This is hard to handle. But then I'm like, you know what? I got to spend my day with my kids and I was able to build work into that around them. And that is, you know, a blessing, you know, that I didn't have to go drop them off at a daycare or something like that. So I think that that's great. Um, real quick before we had to break, give people kind of, I know it's different every day, but a little bit of a semi-loose schedule that you might have that they could kind of, um, you know, have in mind for themselves maybe. Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I get to do whatever I want. I do, but I don't do whatever I want because that's not going to give me the results I'm looking for. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I get up at five 30. I'm not a morning person, but I get up at five 30 every day. Cause I got to get my life in order with God and I got to do a couple things like exercise and make sure that my mind's right before I go take care of the kids and before I go take care of my clients and before I go be a wife and a, and a friend to all, you know, to my support system. So I make sure that I protect that time so that my mind is fortified so that I can go out and do all the other things that God has entrusted me with. And so then from there, it's homeschool. Um, it's getting back to my clients. Then it's taking all the kids to... Um, to their sports. And then it's teaching them how to cook at night so that they don't become the next generation that doesn't know how to take care of their body. Um, and then read a book and we're hit repeat the next day. I love that. That is so great. I think that, um, you know, starting your day off in that way is, um, you know, it, I know that when I slip out of doing that, I go, <laughs> I go pretty crazy. So it's really important. Um, thank you so much for, for giving us that sample schedule. We'll talk more about some of these tips that you have for people to get their body back on track, especially from a biblical worldview in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. You can head over to TarynGregson.com where we are adding to our HPV, MMR, and fluoride resource guides. An aluminum resource guide is coming at you right now. If you are not signed up for our newsletters, that's how you're going to get these free resource guides. If you go to TarynGregson.com slash newsletter, you'll get this and so much more every single week in your inbox when these um when our episodes are coming out at you we also have so many other resources and information that go along with these episodes including clean living resources and as well um our state-by-state -state vaccine exemption guides and so much more my research assistant anna has just been really great and adding more to taryngregson.com and building up our faithful freedom uh, community newsletter it's been such a treat to do so with you all so head over to taryngregson.com newsletter to sign up for free to join our community and we welcome back in Tori Jensen to Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, who has forged her, her own new path, becoming a nutrition and, and um, wellness coach since she was fired by her uh, hospital back in October 2021 for denying her religious exemption from the vaccine. God thrusted her on a new path. And now she is trying to inspire all of you that you are capable of doing so, um, whether it has to do with your job, um, becoming a homeschool parent and in, you know interweaving your job, your business or what, what have you that you're doing alongside that and, and how you're providing for your family. And then also taking ownership and freedom of your own health and your own wellness. And Tori, I loved what you were talking about before the break about how you are um, inspiring people through a biblical worldview to approach their health 
in a new way. What are some of those new ways that you're opening people's eyes up? Okay, so I'm going to say something that might be a little bit, I don't know, controversial or not controversial. You it. might go, what? Okay, so God blew my socks off when he was like, I'm asking him the question, why are we, why do we struggle so much with getting healthy or with our body, taking care of our physical body? Why do we struggle so much with that? And he was like, it's because it's a spiritual battle. God cares about your physical body. And in the mayor, in the American church, we have separated the two. So it's body over here and then our mind over here and our spirit over here. And they're really supposed to be like this. Um, and so when we subconsciously separate the two, uh, if you don't think your body matters, then you don't take care of it. And that is the perfect way for the enemy to just creep in and ruin our life and ruin our physical. Cause what happens when you're physically hurt and broken, it affects your mind, right? It affects your spirit. Um, so if you're not taking care of your physical body and I'll give, I'll give your listeners some like quick tips on that you're leaving your mental health on the table. You're leaving your mental health up to chance if you are not taking care of your physical body, okay? So, and just to back up even from that, if you're not taking care of your spiritual well-being, you're leaving everything on the table. You're leaving everything to chance, okay? So it really comes with taking, prioritizing your spiritual health first and then your physical body, it's no small thing because what we, what I see, particularly from women is that we're taking care of everybody else, but we're not taking care of ourselves. but you don't realize you can do both. And, and you actually need to do both. If you want to take care of other people and all the stuff you're responsible for, you need to take care of your body because it's going to break down for you. And usually, unfortunately, it, we get to the point where we let it break down before we start doing something about it. So my message for moms is to teach their kids about the simple things they're learning from me as a client so that, that we, so we fortify the next generation so that they're not having to deal with this. So simple things like eating real food and you're going to be like, that's too simple. But really, if you think about it, if you start getting out, edging out the processed food in your life and you start eating more real food, like that God created for us, that our ancestors have been eating forever, you're going to solve like 90% of your problems. Seriously. And my clients are like, I never thought about it like that. I'm like, I know it's so simple, but who is the author of confusion? Satan. Mm -hmm. Right. So why is he going to, why is he going to leave your health untouched? Like Mm -hmm. you think he's not going to you think he's not going to attack us there and get us all yeah, confused? I mean, think about some of the first things when God told Satan he could attack Job and that Job would not waver in his faith. His health and his family were two of the first things that Satan went after. Yeah, because when you're physically affected, it, mm-hmm. it changes everything for you, yeah. right? So I, I and, and I've had people push back and be like, that seems a little extreme. I'm like, well, why is he going to affect why is he going to attack everything else, but leave that alone? Like, I don't think so. And not, not even a bit. And if you look at the, we, the, the health and wellness industry is a trillion dollar industry. And so wherever there's money, you know, we know who else is living there too. And so just to get, if you, I, I I pull my clients, like, how confused are you about nutrition? I was like, I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. There's so much information out there. And I'm like, okay, let me simplify this for you. So 
eat real food. That's like the first, my pillar. And that solves a lot of issues. So we kind of start there. And then you need to balance your blood sugar. And people are like, I'm not diabetic. It's like, I know, but this is how your body uh, is fueled. So as athletes, we know like, okay, we need fuel in order to do what we need to do, but that goes for everyone. And so if you are not fueling your body appropriately, it's going to break down. And for my clients are mostly like women who are in perimenopause or heading into Mm -hmm. menopause. So like forties, fifties is the majority of them. Um, they're dealing with this hormone imbalance and there's so much we can do about it to make it a a nice, easy transition. And the biggest thing is balancing your blood sugar. So from a, from a weight loss standpoint, I just like balance your blood sugar. If your kids are cranky, uh, then you need to balance their blood sugar. If your hormones are messed up, you need to balance your blood sugar consistently. Everyone's like, it's that easy. I'm all, yes, it really Mm -hmm. is. So what's the, what's the best and easiest way? I know this is kind of a blanket statement and this is never one size fits all, but the best and easiest way for someone to balance their blood sugar, what should they be eating and when? So, um, the, we, we shouldn't be skipping meals. That's really messing up our metabolism. And so the whole intermittent fasting thing, there is benefits to fasting. I'm absolutely, you know, there's physical and spiritual benefits to fasting, but not the way they're recommending it, especially if you're a female. So if you are stuck right now, and you can't lose weight because you've been intermittent fasting, you probably trashed your hormones. And so I have a lot of recovering intermittent fasting ladies where we kind of fix their metabolism and then they're off to the races. Um, Thank but you so eating- much for saying that because that's a huge yeah. thing in the health world. I'm I'm not on board with that. Not to mention, isn't that what sleep is? We're, we're fasting when we sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the, so just like to put a, to put a bow on that. So if you if, if you're going to miss any meal, your body would prefer it be dinner, really. So mm-hmm. because you're, if we skip breakfast, now your body is having to do all kinds of work um, to keep your energy levels up. And that is really st- increasing stress in your physical body. And so mm-hmm. oh, we don't need more of that. We have too nope. much of that. Yep. Um, so eating protein at every meal though. So like simply put, like most, we have carbs in abundance, right? Like that's where the majority of our food mm-hmm. is, is carbs. If you look at like your, what your kid's eating, you're like, well, no wonder they're hungry all the time. They're just eating carbs constantly Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. nothing else to like slow down the absorption, which is how you get that long lasting energy. So if you, one simple thing, if you eat more real food, you're going to get fiber, which is also going to help slow the absorption. It's going to heal your gut. And if you eat protein at every meal, build your meals around that. Now you're, that's great. Now you are off to the races. I love that. Yes. Meat. Uh, animal byproducts. That's I'm all about all of that um, protein and food the way God intended. Um, I'm 100% on that. And it does have spiritual connections and how we should be, you know, nurturing our earth, nurturing the animals that we eat and, you know, how God put us on the earth to do so. How can people um, follow you now? And if they're interested in your coaching services? Absolutely. So the easiest way to follow me um, and all the all the fun. I'm always talking like nutrition is so boring. Okay. (laughs) We've, we've all made it so boring and so, and so complicated. So I really try to make it fun. Um, on Instagram is the best way to follow me. It's the Tori Jensen. Um, and so you can follow along and get, I'm always giving free resources. Um, I'm always, we have a challenge right now. It's the September strong challenge, 10 minutes of strength training, a whole month of uh, weight loss workouts for you so you can start to see how possible it is because it's really the little things add up over time where you're going to get big results. So it's not the, it's not the, um, the 30 day challenge, although that's what we're doing. That's 
going to change your life, but it's the little things that over time, like spending time with God every day, um, like eating real food, managing your stress, sleeping, being in community, all the things that really biblically we're supposed to do. Um, and so I help you kind of make that realistic in this chaotic modern world. Well, I love your mission and I love what you're doing. And so I, and I love following you too. Your, your Instagram page is fantastic. So thank you so much for joining us today, Tori. Thank you so much for having me. And you guys look at Taryn and I did it. You can do it too. Just if you're not happy where you are, just go somewhere else, pray about it. God will show you um, where he wants you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA.